Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. I want to talk to you about... Um, the coming of Jesus Christ, who is uh, called Shallow in the Old Testament by Judah. And uh, I appreciate the integrity of God and his work in the earth realm because with Adam and Eve the firstborn child uh, should have been a man, praise God, shallow, or it should have been Jesus Christ, or Emmanuel, or it should have been the firstborn child, in essence, uh, to uh, be the first uh, of the children of of Adam. Amen. And I said it, you know, Literally, but uh, Jesus is the firstborn child of Father God. But at the same time, uh, the firstborn child to Adam should have been Father God's son as well. So Satan did his little thing, and he took over uh, the first events to try to come in as a child uh, for the seed of man. What he did, he impregnated Eve, and we see that in, uh, I think it's 3rd Corinthians, 2nd or 3rd Corinthians chapter 12. I think it's 3rd Corinthians uh, verse 12, uh, where uh, the seed of the woman was really Cain seed, but it wasn't Adam's seed. It was the seed of Satan. He came in and uh, impregnated uh, Eve, uh, and she conceived Cain, her firstborn child, but it really wasn't the seed of Adam. So uh, all the inheritance right, didn't go to uh, Adam's firstborn seed uh, because his firstborn seed was Cain. And it sounds crazy to say it the way I'm saying it, but that's the way it actually happened. It was Satan's seed was the firstborn to come into the earth by way of woman. But if you read in chapter uh I think it's six. You'll read where uh, the sons of God came in and intermingled. They married uh, the sons of man. So back then, it was possible for a demon to impregnate a woman. 
and so they would marry into these women and produce giant uh, freaks back in those days. What God did was he brought his firstborn seed in. The true uh, inheritance right to the earth realm to be king and lord over it. And he came in by way of the Holy Ghost and Mary. Isn't it um, not a coincidence, but uh, back then it was whereas the the women could birth forth even uh, if they had sexual intercourse with Satan. And Satan today, if you look at uh, certain ministries, they show you where Satan is marrying, and his his demons are marrying, uh, uh, invading in on the woman and uh, having sex with her. But not also is he doing it with the women, he's doing it with the men. He's he's a freak multiplicity of freaks that will do anything with the body. He loves the body. He loves to uh, perform things in the body because that body uh, is flexible. It can do anything. Uh, But not only do it, it will uh, cause to allow anything to happen to it. And being a spirit being, we that are born again of of Christ, uh, we are born into holiness and righteousness and truth. But Satan is unrighteous, he's unclean. And so uh, he's still trying today uh, to marry women and impregnate women and men both. Men can't be pregnant, but he can make them homosexual. And he's still today trying to cause (coughs) these freak beings to exist. But God has held them back. He has held Satan and his evil back. From mankind. So by the righteousness of God, we still stand as being uh, human uh, versus spirit of righteousness, not human versus spirit of unrighteousness, because God is a righteous God. So when Satan try to take you over, the first uh, thing he'll try to take over is your spirit. And call your spirit to do everything in the in the realm, up in the heavens, and then it's manifested in the earth. There's a mystery to this thing, and darkness cannot override and rule over and reign over God and His people. But 
he does that to the seeds of man that are not born again, that are not written in the Lamb Book of Life, and he'll cause those people to end up serving him in his spirit form first, working for him in his spirit first, before it's manifested in the natural. It's a mystery, and it needs to be uh, closely studied and revealed more. Uh, we too busy trying to please the flesh in order to make things happen in our lives. We got to please the wife, if it, even if it takes killing somebody, instead of uh, doing the will of God. Becoming born again, and so the um, scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between the feet, his feet, until Shallow come. Shallow is the Messiah, the Anointed One. Isaiah talks about the Messiah coming often in his messages. God has revealed the most important events of Christ through the prophets. The Messiah who would set the captives free, those that had been captive spiritually and forced into slavery. Slavery comes and is forced upon us in the spirit first. We are in bondage, bondage to sicknesses that incarcerate us and make us slaves to the spirit of sickness, bondage of sexual immoralities that we, in the spirit man, are sexually... uh, Involved with anything. Some people even date and and mess with animals, and uh, constantly uh, being involved with all kind of lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, and pride of life. And because of this, we are immoral and unclean, and that spirit of uh, satanic oppression has come in and made us subject to uh, sexual immorality and all kind of unrighteousness in the flesh because it first was noted in the spirit realm where Satan has forced his way through fear, through uh misunderstanding of the word, uh, not wanting to go all the way with God, going partial. Uh, and he what, tries to wear out the saints to the point that all they want to do is do get it over with regardless of whether it's good or bad for a person because it's stressful. And uh, he ends up, causing them to die and go to hell because they have taken on other actions in their life that are not uh, suitable uh, to the will of God. So he begins to cause our flesh man 
to sin. And in order to do that, he'll enter in or try to enter in or stay on the outside and try to force your spirit man to uh, 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 end up going to hell uh, by causing it to do unrightful and illegal acts against the will of God. But um, uh, the, the most important event uh, of Christ, Judah had thought, amen, praise God, it, uh, it would come in uh, his time. He was the one that was called the lawgiver that saved Joseph from being destroyed because Joseph was a key figure for God. And he literally took and uh, stopped his brothers from killing uh, Joseph because Joseph's assignment was to save a nation. We are to assist our sisters and brothers in saving nations of people uh, by not killing them house, by not destroying them. And so we go on, and uh, we end up, amen, some of us being like uh, Judah, the lawgiver that spares the life of God's people by witnessing the truth and knowing who did it. Satan did it. Satan did it. Satan caused uh, you to lie, to steal, to sin. He uh, seduces you, beguiles you, try to give you all kind of gifts and stuff, and I've experienced that. And try to make you just really just uh, reject the will of God and uh, cause your livelihood to be destroyed. So we as the body of Christ need to know that Shiloh did come and he is coming again. Uh, 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 those that had been captive uh, spiritually and forced into slavery uh, through their minds, emotions, uh, and five senses. Remember when, uh, praise God, the people sinned against God uh, in Egypt they sinned by fear that Satan had brought through the magicians and the witches and the Chaldeans and all of those different demonic oppressions because those demons were uh, attacking uh, the people's spirit and their spirit did not know how to deal with demons. Uh, didn't know how to... Uh, relate to demons, so they held them hostage in captivity of the mind by the things that they would see and would fear in the spiritual realm, but they didn't know how to deal with it in the natural realm, so they stayed up under bondage. That's the way we are today. Be up under bondage because uh, of what the enemy is doing, and a lot of us have thrown off. We said, no, we don't want to do that, and it's not important. 
all this here stuff when it's going to take uh, everything that God has for you to make it because your spirit man is being attacked. And if you can't see, you can't design what's going on, you'll fall for anything. Uh, Satan that came to me this morning, like, telling a lie, saying that uh, it's time for my uh, me to get my blessing. And uh, he had set up a blessing a so-called blessing that it wasn't in order for me to take it and to end up getting in trouble with God. And when I began to see all the darkness around me and him trying to give me an inheritance of my grandmother, I knew it wasn't so. My grandmother had been dead, and I had to begin to use logic on what he was telling me because it was a lie. Well, no inheritance from uh, my grandmother, my grandmother had been dead for many, many years, and uh, everything that was uh, of hers, it was given to the various uh, people that kept her. And so because of this, all of this was just way too weighty and uh, too much on uh me as far as seeing that, and I began to reason and logic and discern it all. I said, no, that's not no inheritance from me. My grandmother, my grandmother's been dead. And then he told me, say, what I give you, don't tell nobody. You do whatever you got to do gradually. I said, what is this here? So I said, okay, that's the devil. He can't give me nothing in the spirit realm. Because what he gives to people, humans in the spirit realm, the end result is you're being made wicked in the spirit realm. And in the natural realm, you're made wicked too, but you never will receive anything of him that's of any good. So I said, no, I'm not taking that dream. I'm not going to accept your lie. Then he come back again trying to do similar to the same thing. But... Judah, amen, praise God, had uh, saved uh, Joseph, and because of this, amen, praise God, Joseph went on to complete his work to save the nation of Israel, the Hebrews, and as well as other nations because a famine had come into the earth land, and uh, Joseph's experience of suffering and bondage and all of that, uh, led him to from the pit to the palace, and so uh, and Judah was reminded of uh, Jesus coming because of the scepter of Abraham, uh, his rod, if you wanted to call it a rod, and he uh, remembered what was written on that rod. Uh, some people say hieroglyphics, uh, pictures, uh, uh, some kind of way of explaining the genealogy of Father Abraham and his uh, son and his grandchildren. So Jesus uh, comes as 
uh, shallow, or he comes as, praise God, Jesus Christ, Emmanuel, because each writer had their own way of uh, experiencing the uh, the joy of knowing Jesus Christ. Amen. And so Jesus himself can deliver us from the uh, attributes of Satan or uh, our thoughts patterns will be changed because amen with Christ he'll give us more of him and Satan will eventually uh, die out he will have to leave because he won't be able to stand we'll be all of God all of Christ new creature amen born again so amen praise God in Isaiah it speaks uh, about the Messiah Amen, Isaiah 53 and 8, as well as 40, 41, 49, and 61, 11, and 17, and other chapters. Isaiah called him the Messiah, but Judah called him Shiloh. Genesis 49, 10 through 11. Before the death of Jacob, he called his sons and began to bless them, to prophesy to them, uh, telling them what uh, their faith and uh, what will happen to them during their lifetime. Each one had a different prophecy, and each one lived and their lives would begin to be molded and shaped around the word of that Jacob spoke to them. A con- consume that had been passed from generations. Okay, excuse me, I see it now. I see that word now. Remember, I have bad eyes, y'all. A custom that had been passed from generation to generation as they sat around the the fire camps and heard about the history and the lineage, amen, of Abraham and all the rest of the others. Modernization was slow, uh, amen, praise God, back in in those days, but these days, Amen. Modernization has picked up. We got everything that's modern now. Amen. Can't get no better than this or no worse than this. Amen. Praise God. And so uh, to hear the word of God was, and what he was saying, amen, everyone must have been an honor, amen, for them to sit around that fire uh, camp, amen, and listen to what Father God did to and did for them. Amen. And they know and heard about him in the natural as being a spirit being. A lot of them didn't catch on and didn't accept, but the the Hebrew nation was chosen to uh, do a work for God. The most important things that were uh, documented was God and his 
talk with them and how they had found Adonai to be faithful. He is faithful. The Lord, our God, provider of everything. Amen. Praise God. The stories uh, told how Abraham left his family behind, coming out of an idolatrous and a nation and moved forth to serve God. These events were important to hear and uh, remember, amen, because of uh, what they were looking for, uh, the king, the Messiah, the one uh, that was uh, to reign in the earth realm because it was his from the beginning, along with his inheritance, he would receive the rod that Moses and Aaron had and the staff uh, that Abraham had. These items were uh, included in the Ark of the Testimony. Amen. Praise God. And the mercy seat uh, when God would, uh, word would uh, tell them about the Messiah coming and out of what tribe, and he would come from the tribe of Judah. Oh, God is so awesome. We need to love him and really fight the good fight of faith. Don't let our spirit man be caught up with wickedness because that's what Satan attacks first, the spirit man. Amen. And try to make us sin in our spirit man. As a young man, Joseph was Jacob's favorite son, whom he had given a coat of many colors to wear. This coat was made to uh, represent Joseph, the chosen one for the saving of uh, the uh, saving of his brothers and father and family. When the famine came, a man, a raw coat, and a dreamer who was sold into slavery. Amen. Into Egypt, amen. Praise God. A place kept for uh, the keep, amen, for the people that would uh, be saved so that they would not perish. Joseph must have uh, told Jacob the story of how Judah stepped in uh, on his uh, behalf when their other brothers, Reuben and Simeon, and Levi wanted to leave him in a pit to die. But Judah persuades them to sell him into the Israelites. Genesis 37, 26 and 35. 26 to 35. And so... Amen. Praise God. Because of this, amen, the prophetic word that was spoken uh, over him, uh, Judah, you are the one whom your brothers shall praise and had then shall be on the neck of your enemies. 
your father's children shall bow down before you. Judah is a lion's whelp for the prey. My son, you have gone up. He bowed down. He lied down as a lion and as a lion who shall raise, uh, uh, literally rouse him. Amen. The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor the lawgiver from between, amen, uh, his seat until Shiloh come. Well, Judah had eventually built up a city, and in this city that he built, amen, he named it Shiloh. And Shiloh means Jesus. It means Emmanuel. It means, amen, praise God, our Savior, the Holy One. And so uh, Shiloh, amen, the little city was built, amen, and and, uh, it stayed up a long time until sin came into the picture and God removed sin. But Judah was well long dead for many years. And so... uh, as we hear about the history of Shiloh and what uh, went on, we know that the founder of Shiloh was Judah. And what he had did, he had had the scepter that he was supposed to put in Jesus' hand. He was the one that was supposed to put the scepter in Jesus' hand, uh, who is the king of kings and lord of lords and our lords. And so... Uh, it didn't happen in his time, but it eventually happened. Uh, praise God. Uh, when King David came, he didn't uh, wasn't able to put the rod and the staff in Jesus' uh, hand. But um, when Jesus came on the scene in the first advent, the uh, the people wanted to uh, put uh, uh, Jesus in position to be the king, and they probably would have gave, given him a scepter. But that rod and that staff, amen, like David said, that scepter, it comforted me. When Jesus come again, this second advent, he will be known as Emmanuel. Some will call him Emmanuel. Some will call him Shallow. And some will call him King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Moses Sharon. But in the Old Testament with Judah, he was called Shallow. We look for Shallow's return shortly. And we need to make ourselves ready. If you have not given uh, your life to God, now is the time to do it. And in order to do that, you'll find great fulfillment and joy. He is such a merciful God. Have a wonderful day.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.